0: Darlings, and welcome to the latest episode of Once Upon a Timing, your podcast all about gin parties, CGI face dogs, and an episode that I legitimately thought had a completely different plot than what we ended up getting, but I think I like this one more.
1: Like, I, my memory of this episode was so off. I, uh, complete opposite, I somehow remember this crystal clear uh, but I'd also like to point out that gin parties sounds nefarious in a way. Like just say, like it's just gin parties. Oh, we were going to the gin parties. I, I mean, I know we're crashing into a recession slash depression. Let's just bring back flapper things. They look like they were having a great time. I mean, it's prohibition, so in a way, it was you know, it was a crime. I, I listen. I like the little headband with the and like my hair short now. Let's do some finger curls. Let's let's go. Let's. <laughs> Go well. I am Beth Elderkin, and I'm joined as always by the lovely Abby. Abby, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. It is so humid here. It's I and I know I don't think it's anything compared to what you've got going on. I think we might be the same. We're just in the armpit of America. It's so humid. (laughs) It's just going outside. You're already sweating somehow. It's like how is this going on? So it's just I'm excited (laughs) to be in a nice cool room with you, drinking a nice cool drink. It's not a gin martini. Because I also dislike the taste of gin martinis. Because I don't like gin. I'm not a gin person.
0: Gin, I, I like gin in under the right circumstances. It has to be a, a blend that supports it. Like, I love something with lavender in it, egg whites, you know, like real good mixology stuff. Um, We are talking about season four, episode 19, Sympathy for the Devil, or Deville, if we want to get technical. Uh, a a just a powerhouse performance from victoria Smurfit. it's her origin story like i said completely different than what i expected I got inspired. I surprised Abby on our Skype call in full Cruella makeup, and I—I uh, I didn't have a wig, so I improvised with things around
1: my house. She, she looked like she was pretending to be some guy's girlfriend in a TikTok video. She had towels on her head, just like Meh. <laughs> I'm going to a pretty, gin party. Pretty
0: much, yes. <laughs> I will. I'll be sure to uh, share a picture in uh, in the Facebook group and on our Patreon page, so you guys can check that out. Uh so yeah this is this is the story of Cruella and I was re- sp- distinctly remembered an episode where Cruella was corrupted by Isaac
1: but that's not the case at all. No, that's not what happened. She came pre-downloaded with that. So yeah. He, she, yeah. she 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 poisoned him. She corrupted him in a way.
0: She did and and then he gave her a bunch of loopholes that we never explore. That's going to be fun to talk about. But overall, like, this is a good episode. I enjoyed this, this episode fun.
1: thoroughly. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this, and I think one of the other reasons you enjoyed this episode because at one point Rumple is literally caught with his pants down. He's just like, ah! and it, it doesn't get fixed. It's great. Like someone does something and he doesn't immediately fix it. Amazing. That's all. And I it involves
0: Belle finally telling him off. Of course, it's not actually her, but. And it was it was a nice palate cleanser, especially considering later on the episode we get more of the Rumples plans on plans on plans, and that he has every stage figured out. He knew Cruella's secret. He knew that that he was she was going to want to kill him. He knew that Isaac needed to know about it, and Isaac needs to tell the heroes what to do because he knows it's all part of his master
1: plan. And I'm just I, I'm, I'm I'm so tired of the plan. The master plan. Listen, the master plan annoyed me, but listen, I'm going to go on some odd like redneck rants this week. Uh, I've got some opinions about the preparing of animal hides, uh, but also gun safety, uh, because I don't believe the way that the episode ended should be looked at the way that it is. Because guys, we should always be handling guns like they are loaded, even if they can't be fired. Uh, So I'm Team Emma on this one. Like she did nothing wrong. Someone's pointing a gun. I don't care if it wasn't loaded. I don't care. It was a fake gun made to look like a real gun. She's not wrong. I'd have pushed her off the edge too. Maybe I'm just dark. I don't know. This is also not the first time Emma's killed someone. Like we're
0: making this really big deal out of it. She's been in danger. Her loved ones have been in danger, and she killed Maleficent. I mean, granted, she didn't know at the time that it was just a dragon. Uh, she killed her boyfriend, who was a flying monkey, um, but he was, you know, back and forth from a person. She knew he was a person, as a monkey, she killed him, also pushed him off of a high building, maybe that's
1: just kind of her, uh, her mode de jour, it's just, I push people I off just, of surfaces. I just, I don't actually, I don't physically kill them, I just kind of, oop, push them, just a little push little in a little show. So, yeah, this fun episode, I'm excited to talk about this.
0: Yeah, so uh, at, normally ahead of time we establish who is going to take the present, who's going to take the past, but we haven't done that yet. So Abby, what would you like to talk about?
1: Listen, I'll talk about the present. I just want to talk because I'm I'm excited to talk about Belle uh, getting to say what she needs to say, even though she's not the one saying it. So we can talk. Well, let's talk about the really? past first, though. Yeah. I think we should save it actually. Oh, I because okay. it, it has the big
0: twist, it has all the big reveals and everything. I'd like I'd like to savor it a little bit. And I really want to get all this freaking Emma charming stuff out of the way because dear God, this first scene in the apartment with Emma and her parents. I like I was I was almost like, oh my god, am I gonna hate this episode because of this one scene? Just this one scene.
1: I all of the justification that charming and so charming emma and snow are having some like what are we gonna do what's going on i you're right charming was just like it made my eye twitch the way that they talk about what they did and why they did it even if they were corrupted by the author like they still did it I, i i don't know how to explain why it makes me so mad because it's just, it, it, because it's, like, poorly written, but also just anger-inducing.
0: There's two problems with it. One is when Snow, like, when Emma talks about doing the right thing, you're here as you do the right thing. And then Snow's response is, see, that's why we did it. To make you that good person. It was worth it. She literally says it was worth it. No. It wasn't Snow. Snow. Because guess what? Your daughter's still becoming evil. Your
1: whole plan did not work very well. It maybe just kind of delayed it a little bit. Do you mean getting a weird uh, premonition from the horn of a unicorn that you barely understood and then making a bunch of weird life and death decisions for other people and their children was not a rock solid plan to keeping your own child good? My God, if we can't trust a unicorn standing in the woods, who can we trust? Who can we trust... I also think it's very bad parenting that they
0: keep bringing it up. Yeah. Emma doesn't want to talk about it. And if she doesn't want to talk about it, if she wants to be upset, that is her right. And her parents need to respect that. So
1: when so when I was in college, I cheated on, but I didn't know I got cheated on. And then I found out about it because he decided to clear his own conscience a year later. By the way, doing that is not for the other person. It's for yourself, you selfish mm-hmm piece of shit uh and so he tells me and he's like hey i cheated on you like a year ago i wanted to make sure that we had no secrets breaks your heart you find out that like a year half of the time we'd been together uh had been a lie and you'd been lied to breaks you it wasn't like a week week and a half maybe two weeks later i'm still like trying to process you know like i decided to stay with him which was the mistake and i was just like listen i'm having a hard time with this and everything he's like i don't know why you're so worried about it happened a year ago I just oh learned God. about this. So, like, that's what they're doing. They're just like, why are you so worried about it? This happened so long ago. Like, six weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know why you are so worried. Uh, Emma is still... This is so, such a fresh wound for Emma to learn and to be betrayed. She let her walls down. She got betrayed. And now she's trying to reconcile that. And they're treating her like she's the dick. Like, she's like, yeah. well, I don't understand why you're so upset. I don't understand why you're so upset. Like... She just found out she's she has to go through her stages here. Just let her go. You're making it worse by continuing to push it.
0: Speaking of stages, uh, Emma's uh, makeup has fully uh, escalated to stage three trying to hide that she got bitten by the zombie but doesn't want to tell everybody.
1: Oh, no, yeah, she's, like, episode, like, six, season eight, Game of Thrones, Daenerys, where it's, like, now we've muffled her hair a little bit, so you know that she's descending into madness, and it's, like, we got it? I I don't think that if she's going, like, going dark does not have to be a Raggedy Ann situation.
0: Yeah, they also gray out her makeup some, and give her, it's not as clean, it's not as pretty, which, you know is an issue in and of itself, you know, yeah. the the conflation with with beauty with goodness and oh, yeah. and ugliness with, you know, or imperfection as a descent into evil. These are shorthand, these are short narrative shorthands, but that doesn't mean they're good.
1: Yeah. And like Regina never observed those at all. <laughs> just nope. like, "Oh no, I'm going to be the most gorgeous person you've ever seen and my 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 contour will be out of this world." I I do like that Emma also throws it back at them and it's just like, you know, You know, you're still just like, yeah, Regina had to stop, you know, like forgive a child for what she did. You were full grown adults in full control of your faculties, making the choices for other children for a weird, just not not really tangible fate. It's not like they did it for something that they could hold on to. It was some sort of like weird monkey paw wish that they made. Like, my daughter will be good. Good. End of sentence. No, good dot dot dot. She's just got good at yo-yoing. Like she's my, my daughter. <laughs> she'll be good forever. I and that frustrates me because again, when we talk, we we talked about this with like my rant about happy endings, is that this isn't the end. You're not just good forever. It's a cyclical thing. Your happy ending is not a final thing, it's a cyclical thing for the rest of your life. So you're not just good forever. You're good because of the choices that you make and the decisions that you make. So she makes a couple questionable ones, like the heroes in the show have often done. You can still redeem that and still be a hero. You can still come out of that. So, like, they're panicking because she starts making bad choices. And none of the choices have been particularly bad yet? No. They're, like, just panicking because she's now got red under her eyes. Like, oh my gosh, she hasn't slept in days. We must make this worse. stabbed multiple soldiers in the
0: face in the first episode. Emma pushed uh, someone pushed someone off a cliff who was threatening to kill her son. Oh no, she couldn't actually kill him. Oh no, Emma didn't know Does that. It Does, Does it
1: matter? Does it matter? It, a gun was involved. Like a very ornate gun by the way. 10 out of 10. Love this gun. It's very like very like old west cowboy who doesn't actually fire guns. Like this is my gun. It doesn't shoot bullets. Like I wouldn't know how to load it if I tried.
0: Well, while they're all arguing, uh, we've got Cruella uh, launching the first phase of her her plan, her secret plan that's been a super secret the whole time. Rumpel totally, it totally, you know, Rumpel did not know about it. And if he did, it's because he's perfect and amazing and knows everything all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, she's also driving down the road, not looking at the road. Uh, she's just like she, she checking herself out in the rear view, to. just like, my God, the line I've put on my eyeshadow has never been straighter. <laughs> I'm so I I'm so glad I saw that TikTok about using a piece of tape. This is amazing. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. How uh, long do you think
0: it takes her to do her makeup in the morning?
1: Oh, it is a ritual. Like, you know, when you have those, like, influencers, you're like, I have, like, a 16-step skincare routine. 100%. That's Cruella. She wakes up. Her get-ready-with-me lives, two hours minimum. She but wakes up at 5 o'clock in the morning.
0: If it's, like, magic ink
1: eyeshadow? <laughs> because...
0: When the magic ink ends up falling on her, she not only has the new hair, but she has the new
1: face. You know what, that's that's just the new everything. But I I have to wonder if she also, like, adds to it or, like, tones. Because I can't imagine just getting, like, magic ink spilled on your face and your makeup and hair. Because she she changes both of those things pretty frequently in small ways. So I'm going to guess she probably still toys with it. And I wouldn't put it past her to, like, put a full face on over already established makeup just to be in control
0: yeah and and when we see her like in the first her first debuts her early episodes uh the makeup was looking a little 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 beat like not 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 super fresh not not like they've they've improved it over time in this episode it looked fantastic
1: she looked gorgeous in it like there's a couple of times where it's just like, she's been wearing this for a while. They're outside. It's starting to kind of sweat off and split. But every shot of her, she looked fresh. Like, it was amazing. I loved this. Uh, so she, she, Maleficent just appears in front of her car. There's a conversation about like, you told me my child was dead. And it was just like, oh, about that. I lied uh and <laughs> gets so mad and she's like your death is going to last like the whole weekend like well like-
0: yeah I mean she tells Melissa she was goading her of course so it's yeah. hard to say how much of this is actually true but she's basically like no we left her in the woods to die so she was going to die so I just preempted you and also
1: we took her egg uh, to keep our youthful, youthful looks Yeah, Ta-da! yeah, Mag- we, like- this magic works in the real world apparently Oh, listen, eating placenta is like a real thing. So I can't. I have to imagine eating like Dragon Shell would probably give the same effect. Oh, is I don't so know. Gross. Uh, so no. you can put it into a pill,
0: Beth. <laughs> I I that I know, I know there's people who do it. I fully support them. For multiple reasons, not including the fact that
1: My placenta was basically a a toxic parasite on my body. I didn't participate in that. (laughs) I did ask uh, when I was leaving my C-section because I I didn't do anything with mine. Like it was just a whatever. They were just cleaning up. It was a C-section. So they were just like cleaning up and having a conversation. Like these are like people, this is just their job. So they're just having a conversation Mm -hmm. like people in the office. (laughs) I'm laying there sewn together like, hello, I'm still here. And I asked them, I'm like, hey, how weirded out would you be? Also, how, like, willing would you be if I had brought, like, my own piece of Tupperware to, like, take my placenta home? And the one girl, I thought she was going to pee herself laughing. Because <laughs> like, she was like, I, I don't know what, I, I must have said it like a lunatic, but the other, like, the guy that was there, there was, like, one male nurse, and he was just like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? But like again, also like Spice Girls were still playing in that room, so it was just chaos run amok in my my Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so the drugs are soaring. It was great. Listen, it's good times. Uh, my child was healthy and somewhere else, and I was just like, cool. Just, I don't know what's going on. So Maleficent turns into a big dragon, and listen, I love Cruella. I think this is all wonderful. I have to know how she figured out that her magic with animals was breathing on them. Did she make that up? Like, is it just how she decided to channel it? Because it's hilarious. Well, yeah, the way, so
0: the way Isaac wrote that spell, I think it gave it her option to do it however she sees fit. Why she chose green breath is beyond me. But I also have to make one point. Humans are animals. Humans are a type of animal. Humans are mammals. Logistically, Cruella should be able to control everyone in the universe. Boy, that's
1: a good point. Yeah. Isaac, we have to be specific. This is why yeah. there needs to be an author, and then there needs to be an editor. <laughs> like, like, listen, I was reading the storybook. It's really great. A few too many commas. I'm going to need also like a couple of these things. Need a little bit more flesh down. They seem open-ended.
0: Yeah, there's also the whole point of like, Cruella cannot take the life of somebody else. Yeah, but she can maim them within an inch of their life and leave them to die like she did Lily. There. Isaac is so bad at writing these. Oh my
1: God. But the writers don't realize that he's bad at writing these. I... that's the thing though i think they do because i feel like the writers are writing a person that they know and now we don't have to name names but i've met this guy (laughs) i've met this guy a couple of times like this is like a real person who exists and is just like bad at writing but is so up their own ass about writing (laughs) So it's like, let me tell you about the thing that I wrote. Gruella can no longer take the life of anybody. Aha, I've foiled her entire plot. Okay, well, now she's just breaking everyone's femurs. Like, I, I feel like that that would be an escalation. That would be her, like, serial killer escalation of just being like, well, I can't kill anybody? Fine. I will just, like, feast on their screams of terror. Yeah, and clearly she, that's something she would be totally fine with, as we yeah. learn in this episode. So, she, again, also, like, I think this would have been a cool effect, and again, it's Once Upon Timing, and they're trying to get the children, so there can't be a lot of, like, cigarette smoking, but with her, there should have been, like, the long French, mm-hmm. like, cigarette thing. That would have been a cool party trick. Like, that's how she does it. Like, she takes, like, her cigarette she always has, but it's, like, part of her magic. So, she, like, inhales it, and then... So it's like a smoking situation, but it's not smoking because it's her magic.
0: I have uh, to wonder if that was the original plan and uh, standards and practices said no. Because they can't I, show smoking on TV.
1: I have to I have to think that that's what it is. And in fact, I'm just going to believe that that's what it is and be happy with it. Because we'll yeah, just, green we'll breath, just breath is just... mentally Photoshop yeah. <laughs> a cigarette in her hand. Uh, because yeah, the green breath is just bad. So she mm-hmm. has maleficent then turns into a dragon she she blows her green breath on her and just like oh you don't get to do anything for the rest of the episode curl up in a little ball and and stay here while i go do things uh which is she is going to go to uh the cabin in the woods to confront isaac and say hey listen the author, I, or Mr. Author, sir, I'm going to absolutely destroy you. I want you to give back what you took from me. And I like, you know, because obviously they're being vague because we don't know at this point what he took from her. He's like, yeah, but like, Rumple doesn't know we know each other. So it'd be like super weird if he found you here. So you should go. And they're like a weird little flirty relationship, like a deadly uh, flirting situation going on here. Where she's like, ooh, I like your confidence. He's like, you don't control me, meh. He's such a little rat boy. Like, I love <laughs> I love this so much.
0: I think they did a really good job in this episode of establishing a rapport between these two in a, in a literal and metaphysical, I guess, span of time. Yeah. Because this is the first episode that we're seeing them together interacting. It's also the first episode they meet, and they only spend one night hanging out together. So, like in every sense of the word there's not a lot there and so you could very easily be like well they barely know each other why is why is there this big camaraderie connection between them even if it's hostile but i think the actors make it work and i i i 100 think it's from the performances because the writing in the hands of other actors I don't think it would sell it. No. The writing's not selling it. I think the acting is what's selling it.
1: Oh, yeah. Like and you can tell that both of them have been stewing on that like one interaction for a very long time because it's like the thing was like if like one person tipped off a series of events that were just game changing for you, they would be such a weird like an elevated character in your life that you're like, "Listen, I barely know this person's last name, but they're a son of a bitch." For the following reasons, <laughs> uh, and that's what they both of them—like basically ruined each other's lives, and they're both mad about it. And it's great. Uh, she leaves because she doesn't want Rumple to find out what's going on. Rumple, uh, Rumple <laughs> is just like still threatening him, like telling him, you know, you need to write all these empty endings, blah 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 blah. Well, I need the. Then they establish how it works. It has to be, has to be the magic pen with the magic ink. It can't be like he can't just do it with whatever, which makes his hilarious carving of a pen a pen even funnier. Like okay, well now that you've whiplashed out a. Um, Slapdash, sorry, slapdashed out a, a pen that you've carved out of a tree. Now what are you gonna write with dumbass? Like what was <laughs> the actually, plan?
0: That's a good point. That 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 seems like a goof on the
1: on their part. So anyway, uh he then shows Rumple the piece of paper that spoiler alert says Corella Deville cannot take the life of another person. Ever again for the rest of eternity forever and ever amen signed isaac love isaac <laughs> Sincerely, isaac. <laughs> best isaac and rump was like yes i knew this and this is gonna go perfectly within the pre-established plan i already had fantastic because his plan is to make emma dark they keep saying it like that's a sentence that makes sense and every time they say it i get mad
0: it's also like a sentence, like, as if it's a sentence we need to hear them say one more time. We already, we're watching the damn show. And you and I are even watching it weekly, so we're watching it as it was originally intended. I am very familiar with Rumple wanting to turn Emma dark. He doesn't need to say it five times an episode. But even with all of Rumple's, I-know-everything-better-than-everyone moments, there's one moment where he does not. And it was... The best non-Cruella moment in the entire episode. I want to drink it like wine.
1: So Regina goes to see Belle. And I love it's just like, listen, your husband, your estranged husband or whatever, uh, upset me. And she, i like, Belle, oh, sorry. <laughs> he does that. About that. I'm so sorry.
0: I thought Belle was pretty great in this episode. Oh, no,
1: this was amazing. Like, it was just like the interaction like the way that it was because Regina comes in and she's like hey you're you're like gold upset me and she's like Ugh, what do you do oh well he, he he's trying to like blackmail me and Belle's like okay what are we gonna do about it cut to Rumple standing in the cabin threatening Isaac and saying Emma is gonna go dark ad nauseum <laughs> forever <laughs> and then he's just like I felt a disturbance in the force because Belle is like Shouting his name into the wishing well. Is that what's going on?
0: Yeah, she's saying his name over and over again. Okay. That's how you, you know, summon, it's a traditional way of summoning Ruppel Stiltskin is saying his name, like Beetlejuice. So he, come, he shows
1: up. He's like, what? What is it? What could possibly happen? She's like, oh my God. I don't understand what's going on. I'm so scared for you. Oh no. Like, I, I feel like I was ready to throw my phone because she's just like, I'm worried. Then he threw away the chipped cup too soon. And I'm like, I'm going to murder somebody. <laughs> what is going on? And then they smooch. And then she pulls away. Face shifts completely. And she goes, hmm. Will kisses better. Will kisses better. And it looks like he got fully like shot in the face. Because he's... Oh, <laughs> Why are you saying these things? Oh, my God. Like, that's how little he thinks of her. Like, she sasses back. He's like, what? What have you done to my beautiful Belle? My beautiful Belle? Why would she never say anything that would maim me in any way, even though I've absolutely lied and destroyed her life? And it is revealed that Regina is in control of Belle's heart. And so she says, okay, Belle, forget that you saw this and run along. And Belle forgets what she saw and, and did and ran along, which on on service, like, I guess Belle probably, d- did Belle sign up for this? I 100% think she did. Okay. I think that, I mean, I, I, I don't feel like Regina would take her
0: heart without her consent. That's not their dynamic anymore, Um, which is also very ironic considering Re- Regina kept Belle in a tower and in, 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 in an institution for decades. Character and, like, growth. We loved his character it. growth, and and I'd be remiss if I didn't point out both Belle and Regina also look flawless in this episode. Whoever was doing costume, hair, and makeup in this episode,
1: they were they were they were just on the money. Listen, Everyone
0: looked except Emma looked beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Regina when she has like medium length hair because like mm-hmm. the first season or whatever when she has the real short hair and they do that like two thousand swoop out thing. Oh God, drove me nuts. Like I. St- I strove strove strived for that look and I have so many pictures of just like short hair that's just like feathered out it's like this looks awful girl you're ruining your hair stop it so I love it when she has like the longer hair but it's like it's not like super long but it's like medium bob length with some layers she looks fantastic so she threatens rumple she's like hey you don't get to threaten me ever, because I can also do this. Please remember, I am also a player on this chessboard, and I am not, in fact, a pawn. So if you breathe a single word to Zelina that I'm about to come to New York, we'll crush this heart. And I swear to God I'll do it. I don't even care. I just, I honest to God don't care anymore. And she, like, starts squeezing it. I'm like, I just like be- Belle walking through the hall, like, <laughs> <"Ugh>, uh, <laughs> what was that? Oh, oh so I should start going to the gym more. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and, and Rumble's like, okay. And then Regina hot girl walks out of the woods. We love it. We love to see it. It's, it's so
0: good. It shows a lot of growth for Regina and Belle as characters. It shows them really come in full circle. And it's just a final moment. It's one moment of seeing Rumble displaced. And we need that because he, they're, they're just so obsessed with him being, a mastermind, and we need those moments where he's not, where he's vulnerable. And another thing to point out, Regina now knows his secret, that his heart is, because that, you know, she was talking through Bell. Oh, yeah, he pulled Bell out a smoker's heart. He pulled out his, yeah. this is your, your lungs on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so she now knows that he's, his, his, his days are numbered, and that's what his motivation is. So, yeah, so... Brought kudos to Belle and kudos to Regina. You you guys did great, it didn't last. Rumple still got to do his rumple thing, but for one sweet moment.
1: Listen, it's like that movie, The Women. The Women, is that what it is? The Other Women. It's got like Mona Lisa smile. No, not Mona. <laughs> L- stop it, absolutely stop it. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I think it's The Other Women, it's got Cameron Diaz in it. It was really these three. Women find out they're all dating Jamie Lannister and then they like team up to like make his life hell. Uh John it's Tucker like that. Except- <laughs> <laughs> lots
0: of lots of movies about about women finding out that they're all dating the same man. They're like, let's um destroy him or murder him
1: or both. We love it. We love girls supporting women, uh, women supporting women. Uh, so anyway, I would just like to take this moment to point out um uh, I don't think we've seen baby Neil in a minute. Uh, I don't know where he is or who's taking care of him. Has anyone mentioned it? Uh, Because I haven't noticed. So... I think the last time we saw him,
0: uh, apart from Snow uh, having that nightmare, was Granny babysitting. I assume she just has full custody now.
1: Yeah, she's just got him. So speaking of children who are not being supervised, Henry gets off a bus from God knows where. uh, And he's just like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to go. I learned so much at school today uh, about nothing. Because none of the teachers here are qualified to teach me anything. Uh, and he sees, up until I saw Pongo, I was like, if they don't introduce Pongo into the Cruella de Vil story, I'm going to lose my mind. And there he was. And he's like, Pongo, what are you doing out here, buddy? You big dumbass, you're not supposed to be out here. How about we go home? And then Pongo takes off for a run. So Henry runs after him <laughs> and ends up in a alley. And Pongo turns around and the... I texted this to you. It's hard to make a Dalmatian look super threatening. Um, I'm sure like in real life, I bet it's terrifying because I bet they don't like... Because they don't they don't change anything about the dog's body language. They only CGI the face. So yeah. it's like a dog standing with its tail kind of still up. Uh, you know, like, but then growling. Like this non-depth yep. growling thing. So it's like, you're not getting the body language of a dog that's about to absolutely murder you. You're getting the do- the, the language of someone who taped a mean face to a dog who's just happy to be there. <laughs> uh, and then Cruella shows up uh, and kidnaps him. And then in a weird boomer moment, she so she steals him. Cut to Regina and Emma. And Regina's like, listen, I'm going to New York. I gotta go. And Emma's like, listen, you don't have magic, so I'm gonna give you some real hardcore red, white, and blue magic. Here's a gun. <laughs> and we like, oh, cool, thanks. And is just like flippantly shoving it in her bag. Like the gun, as big as her bag. Like she's just like, mm hmm You shouldn't know if it's loaded or not. Guys, guys. No question, no, no ask whether
0: she's trained, has a license. She needs to have a license to carry in New York. And I don't even think she can carry in New York City. If she gets caught with that gun, she could go to jail.
1: Yeah, yeah. this not chill. Uh, So as they're doing this, they both get a message on their phone. And Regina looks at it and she goes, oh, it's a video message from Henry. And Emma goes, oh, I got one too. It must be one of those new things. (laughs) What? What is this line? I...
0: I would understand Regina thinking that because she's from the Magic Enchanted Forest and was in a time outside of time for decades. Emma's not. Emma's like an
1: adult person in this adult world. Yeah, it'd be like, hey, if if someone sent me a video message, uh, first of all, I think it was a meme. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm ready to laugh my ass off. But if it was like someone sent you a video message and it was of their face, my first plan to panic. Because it's like, if you don't normally do this, we'll put it that way. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they were just like, oh no. <laughs> I love this video. It's hilarious because Henry's like, you have to do everything Cruella says or I will, or, or she's going to kill me. And then like Corella shows up and she's like, shuts and she's like, hello. It's true. I will kill him. Mm, sorry about that. Turns off the video. <laughs> <laughs> you need to kill the author is what she says. Kill the author, bring me his dead little body, or there will be a different dead little body and it will be this dead little body. Uh, so that sends, and the hook appears. Hook is like, I will also help with this fight. So it's Hook, Regina, and Emma going she into send, the woods.
0: And she sends Charming and Snow to go find the author to warn him and and try and get answers about why Corella's doing this. Yes, uh, because she doesn't want to be with them. She doesn't want yes. to be anywhere near them. She's sending them away. She literally tells them, "I need people I trust, and right now, that's not you." Oh oh the pain in my heart when she said that because like yes they're they're asshats and they they deserve the shuns but that line that cut
1: oh that's a deep one yeah that was that was that was um that was a deep deep gash in the soul listen emma is the kind of person that like she cuts and runs when people disappoint her so she has no filter. Like, when you think of the worst things you can say to a person, but you don't because you know eventually you're going to forgive this person, you you don't say those things. You're like, I don't want to not see this person for the rest of my life. That would be a terrible thing. You still have the presence of mind to do that. Emma doesn't do that. Emma just says the meanest shit because she's mad. Uh, so they go they go off on their different ways. So then all simultaneously... Henry breaks free because Cruella is playing Angry Birds <laughs> and playing with it gloves so- on. Yeah, her.
0: I mean, she probably has the. She's she's a modern woman in this modern world. She probably has the the gloves that you can use. With Those gloves are
1: bullshit, and I will not rant for twenty minutes like I usually do. But I'm just gonna say straight up top, they're bullshit, and you can't play Angry Birds with them. So anyway, no, but yeah. no, we wouldn't be able
0: to, but. She's also just playing it. The, the miming on this is so bad. You're like, you
1: You must be the worst at this game. Oh, she's also playing it like way up here. Like she's playing it like her head's tilted up. She's like, I'll play up here. And it's like, okay. Uh, Henry is like gathering broken glass, I guess. What is this woods? And then he just takes off running. So he takes off running. Pongo is now chasing him with his green screen face. Uh, as this is happening and he gets to, like, the cliff, uh, cut to, we'll we'll say we'll cut to uh, the three of them entering the woods. They all argue about where they hear Henry yelling from and they go off into different directions. Hulk- oh, but, but, but first, I want, I want to talk about this sweet scene with Regina, Hook, and Emma because
0: Regina is, you know, telling, both of them are telling Emma, look, eventually you're just going to have to figure out your parents yeah, like, yeah, yeah, let yeah. this go. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to need Re- to, like... Hey, I think maybe we're we're digging a little too deep on them. Like maybe let's let's chill let- it back a bit. Yeah.
0: And 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 Emma at this point is just searching for excuses not to. I felt like her justifications in this scene were pretty weak. Uh, you know, like it's it's one of those things where it's like when you're when you're a child and you're really mad, and and people are telling you reasons why you shouldn't be mad or why everything's gonna be okay, and then you just continually find respond you tr- keep coming up with responses to them so you can stay mad it's like yeah. oh yeah my, my my toy broke I'm, I'm really mad oh and get you another toy I don't want that toy it's not as good as that toy I hate that toy like you just like finding just you're just moving the bar and then there's also that moment where Regina kind of has this empathy moment about Snow where she says look Snow gave me this message and she 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 regales what the message was, but that's not the point. The point was Regina sharing with with Emma that like you know this, Snow wasn't telling this to comfort me. She was telling this to comfort herself. They know they effed up. They know they messed up. They know they did wrong, and they're trying. And at one point, you're gonna have to try to,
1: yeah, like like they did bad, and and eventually like. <sighs> I do think there's dicey waters of just being like, you have to forgive your parents because they're your parents. Like, eventually they're, you know you what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I get weird about, like, dancing around those topics because would be like, they're your parents. Okay, well, you know what? Fuck them. They're still people and they, they I don't know why I swore. I'm just mad. Uh, it's like, you, you don't have to forgive your parents for everything, but you also don't have to continue being this viscerally angry.
0: Yeah. Because, like, Forgiveness Emma's- is not for them. Forgiveness is for you. Like, and if you choose not to forgive someone, that is your decision.
1: Yeah, you don't have to, like, come out and just be like, listen, like, whatever. But you also don't have to completely cut ties with them. Yeah. you And you don't have to sit around being angry. Because at that point, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Because yeah. just being that angry all of the time is just, it's not good for you at all. And it's also very dra- draining, as we can see by the way Emma's makeup is done. She's clearly not sleeping. Uh... So, yeah, that's a... It's a good moment because, like, you can see that Regina's also, like, starting to, like, toe that middle ground of just being like, oh, I'm a villain, but I'm kind of, like, toying in the hero water. So I will now also give grandiose speeches. And I'm sure she's just like, oh, my God. Who am I? I'm giving a speech (laughs) not about my grand royal plan, but of empathy. (laughs) Villains monologue,
0: heroes give speeches... And yes, they are very different.
1: They are very different. Uh, And that's when they break into the woods. Um, And then, like, so Emma goes forward into the woods and Hook goes to the left and Regina goes to the right or whatever. And they just happen to go the ways of the two magic conches that are broadcasting Henry's screams. Like, it could have been so easy for Hook and Emma to switch. Like, there's no explanation as to why one called the other. You know what I mean? It's um, because it's Rumpel's plan. I, it's Rumpel's super good plan. So they go. They get out there. They get off to the cliff. And... G- so again, Cruella has a gun fully pointed in Henry's chest. And again, I know I'm making fun of the gun because it's all very pretty and it's got little rubies and stuff on it. But it is also a big gun. Henry is not a big guy. So it's like emma knows because emma knows how guns work that this is not you don't survive being shot through the sternum with a gun like this so she's immediately going to kill cruella i would do the same i just i just flatly i don't care if i knew she couldn't kill him it's still a gun we don't do that we don't point guns unless we intend to shoot things everyone and it's smash cut to Snow and Charming at and the author It's just, it's like a longer scene than it needs to be. But basically they find out the secret that she can't kill anybody. And they're like, oh my God, she's defenseless. We can't let her kill her. She'll go dark if she kills her. No, no circumstances have changed. Like if she kills her and then finds out she was defenseless, doesn't matter. Cruella was acting as if she had the defense, not even the defense, the absolute full court press offense, and Emma reacted to that. That's no one's fault except Cruella's. That's not bad. Yeah, and, and, you know, again, the language of take the life.
0: If she pushed Henry off that cliff, she's not
1: taking his life. She's letting gravity take it. (laughs) She's letting the fall take I've it. I've introduced a situation in which your life goes away. It's it's fine. Yeah, I I feel like Cruella would have well found
0: every single loophole around these rules that have been written for her and she would just
1: be a chaotic serial killer once more. Correct. Uh so <laughs> snow and charming burst through the woods just after Emma absolutely lays out Cruella. With her white magic. Uh and I do love that Emma like looks over and like <laughs> Cruella is like family guy style <laughs> on it's... a cr- who, who in her big coat.
0: It's so bad. Who is such
1: it? No. I, she <laughs> fell with such drama? We love that. We love this for her. Uh I'm mad she's gone, but I love like she's just dead. Like that's the best. It's just uh she was off the cliff and she died. And they, and this is the last scene, obviously we're going to go back and talk about the past, but this is the last scene of the episode of Emma, like, looking up through her eyebrows and her eyes are all ringed with red and it's just like, uh-oh, she's about to go burn down King's Landing. We should all pay attention. It's like, no, they, I I don't agree with this. Like, again, I like this episode for the most part. I don't agree with the logic behind Emma going dark because she pushed a woman off a cliff because she was threatening her son with a gun. So I'll stop hitting that note. But
0: yeah, again, that's what happens. Our heroes have murdered so many people. And at no point did we ever see them look up through hooded eyes and be like, dear God, what have I done? Charming's killed a lot of people. They also killed the trolls. They've killed a lot. But we don't... They're all faceless guards. They're not characters that we know... So it's this is the exception. It it doesn't make sense. She was threatening Henry's life. She was threatening to kill him. She was saying I'm going to do it. Emma had the right to defend
1: her child. This is this is like those prank videos. Where they do something where the person reacts in an honest way, and then they're just like, "Oh, why are well, you go so upset? It's a prank, bro. It's a prank. Like it's just like you can't kill her. She couldn't actually kill him. It's like it's a prank, bro. It's a prank. No, you can't prank me with something that's going to scare me. So this is on you, irresponsible. Cruella running a prank channel on YouTube. <laughs> just, just <laughs> not quite killing people, but maiming them, and just be like, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a prank, bro. Hmm. Yeah." <laughs> you're
0: only missing your leg it's fine you're not dead yet
1: yet but you really should wrap that before the gangrene sets in darling see you later Mm.
0: (laughs) well let's go ahead and uh, travel back well not really back we're not really traveling back because this is a time outside of time this is a realm of story in the 1920s in england uh, it's kind of referenced in the modern times with Isaac reading books like *The Great Gatsby*, so he clearly has an affinity. It's not clear what story or stories he's in, and frankly, it doesn't matter. I think this was a very fun description. It's like he, at one point, he asks her, "Like, hey, do you know what year it is?" She's just like, "What does it matter?" And he's like, "Well, of course you don't know what year it is. There's no year here because there's no time. You are perpetually you're you're in what he's in. They're in mafia world." The, the newest park in Westworld in season four. They're in Mafia world. She's a host. It doesn't look like anything to her. And then and then nothing looks like anything because she murders everybody. All right. So we have this young child, Cruella. She is running through the woods. She's trying to escape. This was also the same actress who played Alice's daughter in the series finale of uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Just a little note. And uh, the dogs are chasing and uh, uh, and then she gets caught. And it's her mother who's looking very menacing and her her low pulled hat and her black cloak. And she's just like, come with me. I'm locking you in the attic because you need to do what you're told. You need to obey. And as much as I like the story, this I felt was a bit of a misstep because I get they were trying to do a fake out. But then when you look
1: back, it doesn't make sense. See, that was my problem, too. Like, if you... Yeah. When you look back, it should make more sense. And they basically made it, like, evil stepmother vibes when it was, you know... Like, I think that they could have framed it better just being like, no, you need to go in the attic for the things that you've done and not explain what those things are and have, like, maybe baby Cruella just be like, you know... It wasn't wrong. It's like... Or whatever. Just make it sound like she's being locked away for... For no reason. For just being a kid or something. Or she could say,
0: uh, you know, it's for your own good. That's all she has to say.
1: Yeah. It's for your own good. Which
0: it was. Because the mother was trying to protect her daughter from being taken to prison. For murder. For being a serial... For Anyway. So, she is locked in the attic. The attic was apparently designed after the one in Flowers in the Attic, which I thought was a very weird touch. Um, And then I read the plot of Flowers in the Attic, and I was like,
1: oh god, don't read the plot of Flowers in the Attic. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been a bunch of yellow wallpaper, and it could have just drove her nuts. (laughs) It could, well, I mean, flowers in the attic, uh, one of the key plot lines is incest, so, yay! It's oh. gross. I actually don't, I don't know anything about it, and I don't plan to look it up, but I was, yeah, yeah the, I will spare you. whenever, whenever there's a woman trapped upstairs, I always think about the yellow wallpaper. Is it, is it just called Yellow Wallpaper? Is a story about they lock the woman in the upstairs, and she goes nuts staring at the yellow wallpaper. Anyway.
0: There's a lot of stories about women being locked away in places and how it hmm. impacts their mental
1: health. It's hmm. almost like we shouldn't do that. Huh? Huh? Uh, all written by men. Very troubling. I don't yes, actually yes. know if, I don't know if the wallpaper one is written by It's men almost like restricting themselves. women's freedoms is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we team up to then make men's life hell. Oh no. <laughs> John Tucker must die. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we fast forward several years and now uh, we've got our older Cruella DeVille, now played by Victoria Smurfit. Uh, she is has her 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 natural hair. She's uh, she's listening to the radio. She's listening to some some jazz music and she's like she's doing her best. She does not look at all emaciated, which I imagine you would after being locked in a, a room for your entire life. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very young Regina. It's very young Snow. Like, this is kind of a a rinse, repeat storyline of, of the, of the child being subjugated by the mother. I want to be free. I want to go live my own life. No, you you do what I say. You live by my rules. Which, like... I I I I like that they did that because they kind of subvert it in the end. I think they were doing that to kind of play with our expectations of like, oh, we just have another woman corrupted by her mother, more mommy issues. Okay, we've seen this before. It's not. It's not the case. No, no, no. Or right, well, someone knocks on the door. It's Isaac. It's the author. But he's also a reporter. He's a savvy journalist. He's here to get the big scoop, and by big scoop, I mean just full on yellow journalism. Because he's just like, I need the juicy stuff.
1: I like just like knocking on random goods. doors. Like it's just first of all, uh, just to back, just to make sure I don't we don't remiss, the jazz she's listening to is a rendition of Cruella Deville, and I loved that. Was so, it? Yeah. Oh, Cruella cool. Deville, Cruella That's neat. She's like, I like this that. song's amazing. Uh No. Yeah. I, I love the idea of someone that's so absolutely hard up for like stories. They're just blind knocking on doors and then also being the biggest jackass once they get there.
0: Oh, well, he wasn't. It wasn't random because he knew her. He knew the mother was a professional dog trainer. And was like, I guess he, he's, he tells her like, oh, I know you've tr- you've trained dogs for kings and princes and and all these celebrities. Like you're really big. And uh, before we before we started taping, I asked Abby not to look at the wiki because oh, no. there was one little detail in there that I wanted to surprise her with. So and nervous. it's, <laughs> it's so that apparently um, in the ori- early version of the script. Uh, Cruella and her mother were part of a dog psychic team.
1: <laughs> I'm glad they did
0: this instead.
1: Why would they die? Why would they get rid of the dog psychic mommy daughter? <laughs> just, I'm just imagining like a really problematic image of them both like in like the turban. Things be like, we are the mommy daughter's team and we are going to read your dog's mind and we are going to solve crime. It's like... Like I just like some sort of like weird crime show thing, like I'm just like I that had to have been what they thought it was gonna be. like they work for like some sort of circus situation, yeah, oh my God, like that would have been so bad. I like this better i I do think that they kind of drop a hint that like the dogs like she, she's he's like, oh, it's kind of like you train them. It's like it's magic, it's like it's magic. And she, I wish she would have just come out and been like, no i'm just like a really good dog trainer (laughs) well that's kind of that's pretty much what she does
0: she's like no magic's not real i just train them like she she flat out says that to him
1: i just wish it'd just be like no i know what the hell i'm talking about like why (laughs) are you here like like i get it and i get that you've read the stories about me but those are interviews i've consented to and it's 9 30 at night get out of my house oh (laughs) look at all these men on your walls who are they you piece of shit (laughs) He he is he is not very
0: nice. He's very nosy, and it it does have a bit of that like mansplaining attitude to it, where she's like, "Yeah, I train I train these dogs. Oh, it must be magic." It's like, "No, I'm just good at my job." It's kind of like when when a guy's like, "Oh, you just got that per- you know Oh, she's really pretty. Of course, she got that promotion." It's like, "No, it's because she knows how to do her job." Don't assume something outside of her control you know, something mystical and Manic Pixie. But then again, Isaac has a huge Manic Pixie Dream Girl problem as uh, we uncover in this episode. Listen, he he is 100% that guy in uh, Garden State, just searching for the woman who's going to
1: answer all his problems. He Listen, he is the perfect guy. But, like, when I say that, like, I've met this person before, that per- that person always 100% once a manic pixie dream girl like every time because it's like no I need a girl who's gonna be like just stand out in the rain because they love the way that it feels and they eat cotton candy because it tastes like the clouds and they apologize to pumpkins before they cut them open like it's just like they just like they have this like weird not real expectation of what women are to the point where they don't view them as people which is exactly what he does to the mom because he's like oh, Look at all these pictures of husbands. Not a lot of people have multiple husbands. Gotta be a story there. Hey man, shut up, go to hell. (laughs) Yeah, and that's just she tells
0: him that. And like, yeah. Speaking of man's dream girl, have we always noticed that like the traits that men want in the in these women are basically traits of children? I just want to point that out. Standing outside in the rain because it feels good and apologizing to a
1: pumpkin is something a six-year-old would do. Hey, Ben. Do you want to talk about Dane Cook, or can we just move on? No, <laughs> our no, kids are just mad. Oh no, I
0: already uh, uh, no. I I had a tweet that went very that that did well today, and and sometimes I hate when that happens because then I get all the people who are like, I, yeah, but there's there's groomers who are gay, and I'm like, what the. F-
1: I will about? say just on that topic, I, every, uh, I, I will every. say I told my husband that I'm like, Hey Dane Cook, how old do you think he is? He's like, He's gotta be pushing his late forties. And I'm like, Yeah, he's at fifty. How old do you think the girl he's about to marry is? And he goes, and he could just see it on my face, and he goes, What? Did she just turn twenty three? And I started cackling. Because I was like, You I was like, they but yes, it's correct when like the Manic Pixie Dream Girl is typically like a very infantilized idea. Yeah. And like, as someone who like had her pick me girl phase late stage teenager wanted to be this person just also in the 2000s when randomness was the theme oh my god we're so random (laughs) i'm gonna name every single egg everyone's gonna be called lloyd it's gonna be hilarious like that was the whole vibe so it was just like seeing it now just makes me want to (laughs) die just like oh no but correct it is a childlike wonder of the world and uh yeah I mean he even has that like he doesn't know how old this girl is hanging out a window being like I have a story to tell you if you can get me out of this room yay Very <laughs> in the Rapunzel. most like
0: quiet whisper shouts like how do they hear each other they stage whispering like, she, Cruella's got apparently already has dog hearing um because yeah so the mom tells Isaac to get out she's like you've never you've never been married have you never even been in love and he's like no but I want to maybe I'll fall in love tonight who knows <laughs> You can't tell me what to do, mom. I'm sorry. it's just sounds exactly how it went. <laughs> and so he leaves and immediately uh, the manic pixie dream Cruella uh, just falls out the wind, halfway out the window and is like, hey, I've got a story for you. You got to get me out of this tower, though. And he does, because a key magically shows up on her windowsill and she the dogs are magically asleep she's able to get out and they head out to the club they go to a jazz bar where there's booze and and dancing and merriment and and she wants to dance with him
1: stop stop writing about life you need to live it you got your nose in those books i know no one else is dancing but we should go dancing we life was meant to dance why did we get legs if not to dance i just uh it's so funny to me because that's exactly how she is the whole time and what's funny about it is that we then figure out that it was an act which is even funnier like she's not just like this she's doing it to screw with him because she knows that that's what's how she's gonna get what she wants
0: oh yeah she is she is full-on sociopath yeah like They like we learn like this is this is the behavior of a sociopath. I know that's a word that kind of gets tossed around more than it should. But she is a person without empathy, without caring for other people. She embraces it. She's okay with it. She's she loves it. She she's like, this is great. I could just murder people and I don't give a shit. And she tailors herself to what the other person needs like with her mother. She acts like the rebellious teenager. I just want to be free. I'm the Little Mermaid. I'm Cinderella. And then with this guy, she she knows he he needs the at Pixie Dream Cruella. And she's like, I'm going to provide that to him. And I'm going to get all the shit I want. It's amazing. Because he tells her, you know, the thing that turns it all around, he's
1: not just a regular dude. He's got a magic pen that can make jewelry. <laughs> like... He's taking yeah. a turn. Listen, I can do all of these things. And she, I mean, she, just short of her just being like, okay, I think this is meant to be. On the count of three, we're both going to say what our favorite book is. And she's going to go one, two, three. Catch her in the rye. And he's going to say catch her in the rye. And then they're going to make out for four hours. But he gives her, like, a necklace. He just like, what does he write down? Cruella has a beautiful diamond necklace. Like, I guess... Yeah, this isn't his best work no it's just like how many of those pieces of paper do you have my man like we should be saving scraps of paper maybe uh and he writes that she gets jewelry and like this is this is me being food motivated like i would have just been like i don't want jewelry just like t- get me like a a gluten-free beef wellington i want to know what it's like <laughs> but i don't want to have to make anyone cook it for me just can you write that down thank you just a, just get take me to a sushi boat place and it's just all the best sashimi and I'm sorry I need to be dreaming higher. Isaac, can you write that I no longer have celiac's? Thank you. <laughs> like thank you. I
0: I am curious what Cruella's original plan was because there's no way she could know he had a magic pen that can make anything come out, you know, make anything happen from nowhere. This is not information that she would have. So what do you
1: think her original plan was? He's a rich guy. Mm. like he was like oh in my car and he points at the very visible car and she goes that's your car and and that's that's all it was like it was that he gives her jewelry which is also playing to that so it's just like he knows that that's what she wants and that's what she thinks it is but then he's just like oh well i also have the magicness which i have to think he was told not to tell anybody like oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to see more
0: in his backstory. He's he's a, he's not supposed to influence things. He's just supposed to record them. This, I believe, is the first instance of him changing things. Uh, in order to get something he wants because what he tells her is i travel from realm to realm he he has he he don't he does not need the portals he is a living portal he goes from land to land recording what he finds and sharing these stories for other people it is a gift and a curse and a huge burden And this is the first time where he's like, oh, this woman's paying attention to me. I can give her anything she wants. I'm going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Here you go. And I love how, if you think about it, like in retrospect, how quickly Cruella adapts. She has now been introduced to the idea that magic exists. She is in a fictional realm of story. And she's just immediately, okay, what can I do? How will this benefit me? Like. and
1: and that again full sociopath the listen the traits of a person who sat in a room that read too much you adapt very quickly to insane information you're like oh got it got it cool awesome now how will i do deal with this because yeah like he this this big dumb idiot he, he you can't be the author and the main character the only time that you could do that is in yn fan fiction and that doesn't always work great either so like he he i don't know i guess maybe we'll cover it like how they decided on him was he just like the last one available like everyone else couldn't make it walt was like offed and they needed to give another guy and they're like isaac he looks like a writer because he was just like what do you write i write in this tome but no one looked at the tome I think and it's so, kinda like all similar the to the writing. dark
0: one, like, you know, one falls, another shall rise to take their place. That's kind of what is said. That's what Rumple says. Like, hey, if you die, another author is going to be called to it. Huh. And they may not like me as much.
1: And I wonder so, if it's yeah. like a it's like a Anakin Skywalker Star Wars situation, like when you think that this person is supposed to bring balance, but, like, the plan was for them to unbalance it for a little bit, for it to eventually reach equilibrium. Because, again, it's not about the ending. It's about the journey. And that's yes. that's what this is. Like, maybe he was there to just screw it up. Like, De- Destiny was sitting around going, man, everything's real, real stupid boring. I know. We're going to put the worst guy in charge of being the author and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll figure itself out. Uh, yeah, and he gives Cruella like the ability to speak to animals out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, he gives yeah he, he gives her the ability to control any animal she wants, uh, so that she can have uh her own power and she can. The whole thing is basically they're going to run away together. And originally, I'm sure that was a Cruella's initial plan because hey hot rich guy he's gonna take me away and i can rob him blind and do whatever maybe maybe a little murder on the side and then i go on my merry way but now plans have changed there's a magic thing involved she wants the magic so she says i'm gonna go uh i gotta go confront my mother i've got to say goodbye and he's like oh i'll come with you no i must do this alone red flag
1: red flag number one red flag number one of a <laughs> hundred,
0: yes, and uh, we cut to the author in his hotel room. He is waiting for Cruel, and he thinks she's arrived uh, after having said goodbye to her mother. But no, it's actually her mother with the with the dogs, and um. Sorry, I lost my truth thought for a second there. And the mother's like, I will. You must stop seeing my daughter right away. I'm going to be very mean and menacing. And Isaac's like, you're a jerk and I hate you. And Cruella cannot wait to be away from you. And you murdered your husband. She told me the truth of everything. And that's when it all comes out. No, you idiot. Cruella murdered him. She murdered all of them. She's a sociopath. A psychopath. And a serial killer. Yes, even as a child. And the mother's, the mother's turn where she's all of a sudden like the demure, sad, resigned mom. I get it, but I think it could have been done better because she, she flips on a dime too. Like, I have to wonder if the mother also has sociopathic tendencies because the mother does not have consistency in how she
1: pre- represents herself to the world. Well, to be fair, represents herself to the world. What we usually see is her representing herself to Cruella. And so Mm. for Cruella, she's showing this like very in control parent that cannot be taken down in hopes that she doesn't get murdered. Uh, But like she eventually just kind of breaks that with Isaac because she's girl has to be tired like that. She's training dogs. That's a hundred. That's like that's a hundred hours a week job minimum uh and dalmatians those are tough dogs those are tough dogs uh so she's just tired girl's tired but you're i mean probably apple usually doesn't fall super far from the tree but like again in bad parenting sense like my child is a complete just a crazy person who murders people so i'm going to make her even crazier by locking her in a room and throwing away the key
0: I I honestly think, a, am not, you know, the, the actress is fine, but I think a better actor could have portrayed the nuances of this character's journey a bit better. And I, 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 I just, I feel like it's a little bit of a misstep.
1: I agreed. I, I It's whatever. Like, I, I also think that they... I feel like they tried to make a relatively younger actress look a little older to be the mom. Because when they did the tight shots on her, I was like, this is like a 20-year-old in an old lady wig. (laughs) Yeah. Like, maybe she was older and she just looks great. But I was just like, this is not the mother of, like, a almost 20-year-old sociopath. You know what I mean? Like, murderer. Yeah. Murderer. We'll go murderer. Like, that that does something, man. Like, that's the tiredness on your face. Like, we all looked great, then isolation from COVID happened, and we all aged a bunch. Like, that's what that does. You're locked in your house. You're trained a bunch of dogs. It shows up on your face. It's just how it is. <laughs> uh, you're right. I do think that there would have been a better turn if she would have seemed more tired, because that's how I wrote it in my brain of just, like, this is a woman who's just done fighting. Um, but, yeah. But-
0: I mean, she doesn't have to fight anymore.
1: No. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm.
0: This. (laughs) Get ready, guys, because apart from Regina murdering an entire town of people, this is probably the bloodiest once upon a time has ever and possibly will ever be. Be off screen, of course, for off screen practices. Of course. So Isaac kicks the mom out. It's like, I still don't believe you. Whatever. You're total. I I hate you. Corella hates you. She's going to be done with you. Blah, blah, blah. And so the mom goes home, and Cruella's there. And she's just like, hello, Mommy. Hello. What's going on? Um, I am going to um, uh, be crazy now. And the mom tries to uh, kind of threaten Cruella with the dogs. And Cruella goes, nope. I've got magic dog breath now. Psh. And in a moment that is both horrific and also prescient, she sicks her dogs on her own mother. And
1: off screen, they tear her to pieces. And and that's bad. But then there's another, like, reference scene of the fact that she then skins the dogs. (laughs) Mm Mhm. Before then, burying them all together?
0: (laughs) Question mark. Well, they're with. Well, I mean, she says they're they're with their mother. I'm assuming doggy heaven and then mommy heaven. I guess they're they're next to each
1: other. No, they're the same place. I swear to God, they're the same place, Beth. They'll tell me they're different places. When I die, I want to see all of my dogs. (laughs) They
0: go to different places. Beth, you're a monster. (laughs) No, that that, that was one of my favorite moments in Our Flag Means Death.
1: (laughs) But they go to different (laughs) heavens. I I reference the most random shit from that show. I always talk about stabbing people on the right side of their body. That's not where the organs are. Um, (laughs) So... So here's the only part where I'm gonna. First of all, also Isaac notices that his pen is missing. Like after the mom, and that's when he's he figures it. Like
0: that's when it all clicks into place. That oh yeah, the mother was right all along. Damn
1: it, damn it. We hated when moms are right. (laughs) I so the reason I called this moment
0: prescient is because this episode came out in 2015 and involved Cruella putting sending dogs. To, Dalmatians to murder her mother. A mere six years later, in the year 2021, a movie called Cruella came out, and in that movie, uh, Cruella's mother was murdered by Dalmatians, and that started Cruella's descent into the world of crime and everything. Although there were like some weird twists and turns with like the Baroness and all this shit, but like. This show predicted murder dogs, although I'd argue it's much better here because giving Cruella like a vendetta against Dalmatians because they killed her mother seems
1: really stupid. Well, like, it's kind of like with Red, right? And it's like, oh, it's Little Red Riding Hood, but Little Red Riding Hood actually the werewolf. When you're trying to think of twists on some of these stories, the twists are very obvious. And there's only kind like, there's not much to the story. It's it's kind of hard to twist them in any different way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. the number of times I was like, guys, wouldn't it be so rad? Little Red Riding Hood, right? She's the wolf. Oh my God. So it's like, what if, what if Cruella Deville actually hated uh, Dalmatians because of a mommy issue or because of whatever? Like it's, it's, it's. I feel like a writer's room wise like that's how it gets directed without it going so far afield it doesn't make sense anymore like you're trying to stay within a contained thing so like I get it and or they just fully stole it from the show because didn't like the um, Amanda Seyfried Red Riding Hood story come out after it did
0: but I don't think she was the wolf in that one or was she? Wasn't no, she? it was it was it was the grandmother. I think the grandmother was the wolf, and, and so she had wolf in her, her, but she wasn't a wolf. But her her boyfriend got turned into a wolf, and I I don't remember. Man, that movie was stupid. Well, I mean, it's it's like, it like, like, like Twilight.
1: Listen, it was, it's like it, it's all the like the retellings of like Snow White and how it's all kind of the same. There was like this weird like two thousands like let's all retell fairy tales, and they were all the same thing anyway let's make them more feminist
0: without actually understanding how to make them more feminist. And also let's have them mostly be written by men
1: and also gritty, which also undercurrents everything. It's gotta be gritty, feminist and written by dudes. Everyone's going to love this. The where (laughs) just welcome in the dump trucks full of money. What happened? Where's the dump trucks full of money? Right. Um, well,
0: yeah. after the 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 brutal murder that happens off screen and the also equally brutal murder and skinning of dogs that happens,
1: uh, corella has got herself a shiny new coat. OK, very it, quickly. It mm. takes so long to prepare for. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm so mad about this. It like you have to like her. She Like they clearly put like a red liner on it, like a satin red liner. Like, is that just a cover up? The chop job that she did. And and the entrails just hanging in there. It just smells terrible. It's why we never see her wear it ever again is because it just rotted because she never prepared it correctly. And it's also clearly not Dalmatian fur. It's like... It's really long hair. These dogs didn't have long hair. They were short hair. I, I know this is nitpicking, but it was just one of those things where I'm just like, how long has it been? Did she skin them and then immediately take them upstairs to start sewing? Because that's her. Her sewing machine is going to clog up. <laughs> I mean, maybe,
0: maybe she was just like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. She murdered the dogs and then like... Used faux fur to pretend like she's wearing their skins so that she wouldn't have to tan them. I mean, the Cruella movie also had her wearing faux leather, uh, uh, faux faux fur because we can't we we can't have her actually wearing real fur. That that would send a bad message to the children, even though that was what the original character was all about was murdering puppies for their fur coats.
1: Maybe before she killed the dogs, because obviously she had to kill the dogs because the dogs didn't die from the from attacking the mother. Uh, maybe she like will. Them to have longer hair, and then to not have blood anymore, so that then she <laughs> can skin them. And Will be- them to shed their skin like a snake. Yeah, just, I need you to just slither out of your skin and that's what killed them like, they just oh dogs need their skin oh <laughs> cruella damn it we didn't take biology Dude, she she
0: could have made them do that even after getting that curse from isaac because technically she wasn't taking to their life
1: fair, she wouldn't have needed to have her mom mauled because if i saw a dalmatian fully walk out of its own fur and skin i'd die on sight <laughs> just be like well that's it i'm done <laughs> Uh, Isaac goes to confront Cruella, who
0: has just it's not even so much that she's embraced her evil identity as a sociopath. It's that she basically says, look, this is this has always been me. Why fight the darkness in my in why fight the darkness in myself? It feels great. It's fun. I'm having a great time. This is awesome. And this is kind of shockingly refreshing for this show. Because the show has long had this mentality that every character is redeemable. Every character secretly wants to do good. And here's one character who's just like, screw that. I'm evil. I murder things. And I have fun doing it. And I I apologize
1: for nothing. I'm a boss queen. You're welcome. I do like that. I love this very much. I would also say I would love to watch a movie in which it seems like a rom-com for like the first 45 minutes where you're just like, oh, he's a manic pixie dream girl. Yay. And then she's a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, I think they kind of did that a little bit with Fresh, but a little bit different on Hulu, but mm. kind of.
0: It's kind of a little bit like that with the uh, 50 Days of Summer or whatever it was called. 500 Days of Summer? She didn't kill anybody. No, she didn't. Well, she didn't kill anybody. I know.
1: Did I watch a different movie? <laughs> but I mean... He did kill her spirit. <laughs> it's true, but that would have been a hilarious version of that movie. Like again, mm-hmm. let's just talk about Isaac being terrible. Isaac one hundred percent believes that Summer's the villain in that movie. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> just like oh yeah, he's a he's a hero. Joseph Gordon Levitt is a hero in the movie. Just fundamentally misunderstands that and Fight Club. <laughs> oh no, he's definitely he's definitely a Fight Club dude. Oh oh, he
0: does he does paleo. Isaac does paleo. He does
1: paleo, but he didn't do any research. He just knows like a few things. And he 100% follows Andrew Tate on Instagram.
0: Yeah. And he constantly talks about achieving ketosis, but has no idea what that means or how to actually
1: achieve it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, as a person with celiac, a number of times people have pitched keto things to me. I just, just don't do that. If you know someone with celiacs, be like, oh yeah, I've also done keto. It's not the same. Please no. don't do that to them. Keto,
0: unless you are doing it absolutely perfectly, which is almost, which is really hard, you're just eating a lot of fat.
1: Well, okay, so listen, neither one of us are nutritionists. I'll give us that from the top, but I will also say keto is not a sustainable diet. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be a small supplemental, like you do a weight loss routine and then you move on to other things. You do not do keto for years at a time. You just don't. Please don't do those things to yourself. Yeah. It was like originally Atkins- designed to like treat a very, like seizures, right? epileptic seizures but it's also like basically adkins repackaged just like eat bacon until you like just your heart clogs up just guys i'm sorry as again i've said it a couple times today already but the celiacs thing i'm just so mad at trendy diets because the number of times it's just come at me from left field be like oh well i also i do paleo so i understand you don't you're currently drinking a beer shut up uh so (laughs) but like i love that like cruella stole this pen from isaac But, like, she can't do anything with it. Right? Well, she doesn't know that. Like, he... Well, like, he could have just let her her have it.
0: Well, he he showed her, well, he needs it. Like, she could run off with it, and he wouldn't be able to do his job anymore. And who knows what, what would happen then. Like, she saw him use it. Therefore, she use it. Like, and she's also in a time where... Where fountain pens were starting to become a thing, so you didn't necessarily need to dip it into the ink. So she could think it has its own—it has its own ink. Well, you know, like it—it's—it's it's a fountain pen.
1: I would have loved if we found like a list of things she tried to write out into being true. Like that would have been oh. the, just the cherry on top of everything. Like he picks up the pen, oh. but also this list of insane things that she's asked for. Like oh just like Cruella Deville now has all of the money cruella Deville is the prettiest person in the universe and everyone will look away from her cruella Deville uh can get away with every murder forever forever all right here's a here's a challenge for
0: our listeners uh leave a comment either on twitter or patreon or facebook with uh one of the things that cruella wrote down to try and get before the pen was taken from her
1: yes i want to yes. know just tweet no context needed just yeah Add us just Cruella Deville uh can do no wrong and wins the Bachelorette every season for the rest of l- eternity.
0: And then murders <laughs> the Bachelorette. And then
1: murders the Bachelor.
0: Murders the bachelor. <laughs> That's the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. Oh, that sounds so good. That
1: sounds that sounds uh, delectable. But it's like the Bridgerton one where they all get dressed up. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's like a hat on a hat on a hat. We love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Isaac uh, works to take his pen back and they have a little squabble and the some of the ink ends up falling on Cruella and it gives her her signature hair. It also inspires her signature makeup. And, uh, he takes off and she's just like, this is, you want to see the last of me? And they don't see each other again for a very long time. And as of now, it's not quite explained how she ended up in the Enchanted Forest or how she ended up getting her car back because her car was in the 1920s f- fiction realm. Yeah. And now it's in the real world. Although, I'm guessing maybe this is just a new car that she spent a bunch of money being like, I want a car like this. She gave them very specific instructions.
1: So when we're introduced to Cruella, she's like being perp walked out of like uh, for a divorce of a very rich man, which is funny because we find out because Isaac writes Cruella can no longer take the life from anybody before he leaves. That's why Cruella keeps getting divorced because she keeps marrying these like rich dudes and then like she can't kill him. So she just has to spend all their money until they divorce her. And then she goes and finds another one.
0: I don't think it was. Well, she was leaving him, but I think he was being like arrested for embezzlement or tax fraud. Which was probably something she did to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She 100% was behind Like she
1: can't kill him, but she can ruin his life in a different way in which he's alive, which I have to think is more fun. Like, does that make me sound demented? Like, killing someone is very, like, instantaneous and then, like, it's done for them. But if you ruin their life and they're still alive, the burn of that goes forever.
0: So, as we close out, I have one little query slash, like, thought. Okay. Because we have introduced in this episode a character who is unrepentantly evil, embraces it, loves it, her whole her whole demeanor is just all about the harm she can inflict on others and just feels nothing for it. If our whole season is dedicated to turning Emma dark, wouldn't we have so greatly benefited with one scene between the two of them where we established this? Maybe before Emma killed her, where you have Emma who's fighting this darkness within her who's fighting things. Maybe it's finally a moment where she can talk about those dark feelings, those dark impulses. And then she's met with someone who's just like, just freaking do it. Who cares? Oh, your parents. Yeah, they suck. You you know, you don't, you, you just throw them off a cliff or just never talk to them again. Like someone who's unrepentant about making the wrong, worst choices. Why not put that in Emma's path? I think that would be very interesting.
1: Well, instead of just you, Snow and Charming over and over again saying, well, don't do it, Emma, you're good. It's because, like, you needed the uh, the angel devil thing, which would have been great because yeah. she's devil, 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 devil. I'm saying it like a lunatic. Uh, so, like, you have Regina and Charming being the angels and saying they're, like, their nerd ideas. Like, no, be good. Don't kill anybody. But then if you had Cruella, like, on the other end being like, who cares? Just kill people. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's about your life. Saying something in which Emma would then have to reckon with it in her own brain to come out the other side.
0: That would have been nice. I would have yeah, liked it, that. It would maybe like while Ursula like and Maleficent were there, maybe before all the plan stuff and we hadn't gotten the full intention of their plans, Emma runs into them at Granny's. They invite her for a drink and she's just like, why not? Because Emma was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And that's where you have that conversation before Regina goes undercover. Like, give Emma that character exploration outside of her whole parents' drama thing. Because the parents' drama thing is just not working for me.
1: No, I also would have liked more of a depth character in-depth character analysis of having, like, even before, like, maybe Ursula left, having that conversation that you're talking about with, like, Emma somehow, like, treating with them, just being like, we'll figure out what's going on. And for a dynamic conversation about like three evil women trying to discuss what they would do and how they would do it. And for Caruella's to be the worst one. Just be like, nah, just kill him. You know what you should do? Skin him and make him into a coat. It's great. And then, you know, Maleficent having more of a pragmatic evil side of I'm doing this, but here's my purpose for it. But, and again, this this would have been more character building for Ursula because we didn't get enough of it. But Mm -hmm. for however Ursula would view, because Ursula wasn't actually evil she's just mad at her dad so like (laughs) what would you do i i would grow tentacles to to piss off my dad like okay well that's not helpful in this situation Ursula. So i don't know what to tell you like that would have been a nice conversation i wish there was more dynamic conversations around the whole like being dark being bad guys being villains because there is there's a sliding scale there's like there's the rumple end like a cruella end And then there's the watching Regina come up towards the center. And there's, Mm -hmm. like, how are you viewing these? And I wish there was also, like, a Romy and Michelle, like, hey, by the way, you were making my life hell. You're the enemy in my story. Like, you're a bad guy to me. You're not a hero to me. I would have loved that version. Like, flipping it for a second. Like, someone who just hates Snow with every fiber of her being for, like, not Regina reasons. Just be like, no, you're not a hero. You're a dick. Like... Aided you forever. Yeah, we yeah. There's just there's so much more we could have done with this,
0: but you know, given what they do with most characters on this show, having someone like Cruella and and taking this risk with this kind of story and just giving us someone more evil than Rumple because she has no regrets and doesn't give a shit, I think that's pretty great. And too bad she's gone, although she is going to come back. And, and be mayor of the underworld. So
1: yay. But that's why they got rid of her though. Was because it was like, hey, we're going to like, or not even that's why they get rid of her. They knew they were going to get rid of her to take her out of the equation. So it was just like, we can do whatever we want. We don't have to make her redeemable. Yeah. So we can just, we can go f- full on. And they went and I applaud them. This was amazing. I loved this. I love this actress. She did great. She does so well. I didn't recognize it was her at first when she was the younger version of herself. Like it took yeah. me a second. I'm like, "Wow, she looks a lot like nope, that's her." Like it's just her.
0: She's one of the best actors on the show, main or non in my opinion. Like she's in she's easily top 10.
1: Oh, she uh, looks for, so good for the in his whole kids. Ca-
0: oh my god. Her little, her little, yeah, she had the perfect, she had the perfect figure for the flapper ensembles, like it just fit her so well, and then her, her Cruella outfits, she's just a perfect human being, and I've watched her in interviews, like talking about how much she enjoyed being on the show and everything, and it seemed like she had a genuinely good time, and of course she did, she got to play Cruella, and she
1: crushed it, yeah, Hey, can you come and wear this really bitchin' wig, wear this giant coat, and hold a gun? Yes. <laughs> tell me where to stand. I'm here. Like, let's go. I'll even do it after she's dead. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'll keep going. She just keeps showing up to set. Do you guys need like <laughs> any flashbacks? No. Okay. I'll just. I'll be. I'll be back here by the craft service table. If anyone needs me, if in case you decide that you want to. Yeah. No. I brought my own wig and stuff. I'll do my own makeup. It's fine. <laughs> I've mastered it.
0: I, I watched on TikTok. It's great. Well, everybody, that was season four, episode 19, Sympathy for the DeVille. Uh, overall, a, a great episode, a good episode, uh, just with the caveat that the Emma stuff is just not sinking and the double caveat that the Rumple stuff is just so tired. But we did get a moment where Rumple was genuinely cowed and that that was nice. I enjoyed yes. that.
1: Yes. We love this. Uh I like this episode. I had a good time with it. It was a good palate cleanser after the last couple of episodes. Uh I love this. I I do I I can't wait to see her again. Unfortunately, for the the terms in which we get her back. But now it becomes spot Cruella's car in Storybrooke because they park <laughs> it in random places in Storybrooke every couple oh, of do they? yeah like every once in a while it just pops up so like we have to look for neil baby neil and we have to look for Corella's car <laughs> those are the things okay. we to look out for the, the the where's once upon a time where once where's upon waldo. a time <laughs> waldo book uh yeah neil baby yes. neil and cruella's car cruella's car has baby neil in the back in a very uh 1920s car seat that's terrifying to look at like <laughs> oh god <laughs> safety I... standards never heard of her <laughs>
0: Final note, it's nice that, like, we talked for an hour and a half about this episode we that we did? Liked. Yes, we did. My and, God. and it's nice, because normally that's reserved for episodes that drive us crazy. And uh, this episode, overall, just had some stuff we really enjoyed. So I, I'm happy that we spent more time talking about something good with some bad stuff in it. But that's Once Upon a Time for you. It's always going to have that. Anyway... Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We want to thank our amazing patrons, especially our Swan Queen patrons. This week's Patreon shout out goes to Emily. Thank you so much, Emily, for supporting us. If you want to support us on Patreon, you head to patreon.com slash Timing. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can join. Oh, my mic's falling off. You can join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash OUA timing. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Beth Elderkin.
1: I am at just underscore Abby.
0: And we're going to be back next week with season four, episode 20, Lily. (sighs) Lily's going to show up and that's immediately going to get resolved because they didn't really care a lot about that whole storyline. That's a a topic for another time specifically next time thank you so much everyone for joining us and abby we will see you next week
1: see you next week